Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello again, everybody. This is a... A particular pleasure. All the time when I get to read my work out loud, thanks to ESPN FC for allowing me to do that, it makes you listen to your own thoughts differently. It, it teaches you about how you could be more economic with your phrasing. And the idea that something that's been in my head, that then you research and, and you write, can become even more accessible because you read it out is a thrill. You'll have to pardon me for my voice. No, don't worry, it's nothing too deadly, I reckon, anyway. It's what we used to call back in the old days uh, a cold. Are, are those allowed? Do they, do they exist anymore? It's the wrong time to be catching a cold. Not just because I'm reading this to you and I don't want to be coughing and spluttering, but because there's a trip to Turkey for Galatasaray against Barcelona first. And then it's the classical. Sunday night, Santiago Bernabeu. Five straight Classicals, if you include the Supercopa, Real Madrid have won, and in each case, 99% deservedly. That, it's strange to say, had become less of a problem for Barcelona than just about everything else that ailed the club. There were times, and enduring most of the 20 years I'd been in Spain, where Losing the classical was everything because, irrespective of the league position of the two clubs, <sighs> pride, pride in not being humiliated in that game was massive. Now Barcelona's attention has had to be directed towards self-preservation. Whether they've done that quickly enough to be competitive on Sunday is the subject of this column. Here's how it goes. No matter whether they win, draw or lose this Sunday's Clásico at the Bernabeu, there's healthy evidence that FC Barcelona are becoming a force again. Of course, most of the fans would rather bump their car, lose their no-claims bonus, drop a dumbbell on their toes in the gym, accidentally tell their boss their real opinion on his or her skills, or walk full tilt into a lamppost than lose to Spain's champions-elect again. Including the Supercopa, Los Blancos are now on a five-match winning streak against Barca, something which hasn't happened in the living memory of most Camp Nou fans or employees. But sometimes, especially in the midst of a crisis, it's vital to look at whether flaws have been corrected, whether the medicine is beginning to work, rather than to think, can everything be completely back to normal immediately, please? Javi's squad and the club have many deep-rooted and important issues to be put right. He, and those who appointed him, can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but they are by no means out of it. 
However, there are things, even beyond the arresting recent results, to indicate that something exciting is being rebuilt. While Xavi is the principal architect, people like director of football Matteo Aleman and his special envoy, for want of a better title, Jordi Cruyff, have ensured that good, nourishing decisions have been made, particularly during their spectacular winter market. Nevertheless, the football health of a club is always predicated on results and performances, which is where Xavi has shown. Ahead of facing Madrid at what will be an ultra-hostile and schadenfreude-filled Bernabeu, Barcelona are undefeated domestically since December, and they've scored 24 times in the last eight matches between La Liga and the Europa League. When you're averaging three goals per game during a sequence where Valencia, Atletico, Athletic Club and Napoli, Serie A's stingiest team and one of the least scored against sides in Europe, feature, then kudos to you. But the most fundamental thing is the fact that Xavi has combined making Barcelona competitive again while also starting the long process of reinstating their once sacrosanct principles of possession and position. Should you be in any doubt about Barca losing their competitive edge, becoming floppy rather than ferocious, then please just think about the backdrop. An increasing series of absolute humiliations in Europe, Bayern, for example, three defeats and 14 goals shipped in, Liverpool, Juventus, Roma... Paris Saint-Germain, five straight classical defeats, literally unheard of in modern times. Also, Champions League elimination before the knockout stages for the first time in two decades. And while there's an absolute litany of further examples, the punctuation point to this would be the uncompetitive 1-0 defeat to Rayo Vallecano last October. The first such defeat in 20 years, after which Ronald Koeman expressed general satisfaction with what he'd seen and was summarily sacked before the plane in which FC Barcelona were travelling returned to Catalonia. The harsh truth to face is that rust set in years ago. Luis Suarez, Neymar and Leo Messi brought Barcelona unparalleled glory and pantheon football. But they gradually imposed their own standards and preferences for when training was staged, how intense it was, sometimes even whether it began on time or not. Neither Kiki Setien nor Kuman corrected that atmosphere, which, in stark terms, was a fundamental part of their job. Therefore, Xavi had the option of arriving and truly reading the riot act. Imagine how easy phrases like while well, I've been away, you've lost the place, dropped your standards, become lazy, let success corrode your competitive instincts, would have been to use. The 42-year-old Catalan could have torn strips off most of the squad for one thing or another. He could have threatened some with being kicked out in the winter market, told them all that it was his way or the highway. He could have adopted short, sharp shock tactics easily. In fact, it's probably what many fans and most of the local media wanted. Instead, Javi's methods have been creative, surprising, popular, and so far immensely successful. The fundamental aims from taking over in November have been to make the squad fitter, sharper, better at positional play, better at using the ball, for them to score more goals, and obviously to win more regularly. The new boss, 
Xavi Hernandez, believed that there were three keys to achieving these aims. Firstly, to make the training sessions much more intense, much more focused on specific team characteristics, those which had been lost or dulled, and those which he wanted to become automatic once more. The second key was to engage in very targeted, very clear, well-communicated, one-on-one teaching and video sessions, which most, although not all, of the squad, especially those that either not grown up in the Camp Now Academies, or who, if they had, were young and inexperienced, would benefit from. The third was somehow to add specifically identified talents during the winter transfer market. A centre-forward, pace, width, experience, and an on-field lieutenant in Danny Alves. In other words, an influx of potential goals, energy, and winning mentality. For aim number one, fitness coach Ivan Torres, a guy from Xavi's native Terrassa, and who he's known since they were kids, has been fundamental. I tell you, training sessions are now a marvel. In years to come, when people tell the tale of their former midfielder, resuscitating the club when it was on life support, the analysis of how Barcelona trained under Xavi will become textbook standard. Having come from an environment, Qatar, where Xavi and his staff needed to get across methodology which came utterly naturally to them, but which was equally alien to most of the squad at El Saad, the delivery techniques, the creatively designed training routines and their communication skills all became honed to close to perfection. Think about it. You know something innately. The majority of your squad in the Qatar League don't know it at all. There are language barriers, experience barriers, sometimes talent barriers. How do you get the concepts across? In effect, brilliant training in order to be doing that to perfection when you go back to your parent club. Ivan Torres' work includes lots of associative, fun, team-building exercises, which look exactly like the kind of thing you might have engaged in as a teenager at summer camp, but which have been highly effective. So, groups of players, sometimes four, six or eight, will compete against one another, completing a range of tasks based on physical coordination, teamwork, speed of thought, hand-to-eye coordination, and almost always based on little relays. So there's teams pitted against one another, desperate to win. There's laughter, boasting, teasing, but intensity, without them really noticing, agility, speed, team spirit, all of those are given a premium. Moreover, Torres and Xavi believe that these exercises at the beginning of a session have the effect of getting the squad buzzing, attentive, warmed up athletically, but also ready to learn, ready to engage in tactical and technical drills with more productive mindsets. I interviewed Nico Gonzalez, midfielder, son of the legendary Deportivo La Coruña star Fran, recently, and he told me, building up to a match, we always do team building games. Everybody likes competing, and if we do drills that we enjoy, it's much more fun. I think all of this is very important in terms of feeling more united as a team, and ultimately, enjoying ourselves more. 
That's the end of his quote. In terms of the second aim, Chavi's absolutely fanatical devotion to watching, assimilating and assessing football matches far beyond his remit, either as a Barca player, the Assad coach, or now as head honcho at the camp now. Well, this particular technique of Chavi's is a huge help. While he was in Qatar, enjoying being in a bubble where his young family could grow happily and safely, and where he could, in his own words, decompress after a playing lifetime at the top of the game, Xavi still watched endless matches, including all of FC Barcelona's since he left the club. His compendium of knowledge when he succeeded Koeman was, I'd be willing to state my life, vastly superior to the Dutchman who'd actually been in charge of the club for the past year and a half. The fact that Xavi had seen so much of Barca cut the timescale. Unlike most new managers, he did not have to spend time watching, learning, coming to conclusions and then, weeks into his reign, starting to correct what he didn't like. He was primed from day one. So were the training routines, which he thought would start to get the right playing style and the right results quickly. Since taking over at the dog end of last year, he set up a programme of individual video tuition sessions for the majority of his footballers. Sometimes correcting positional flaws, sometimes about pressing, often about attacking space, always in an effort to even the equilibrium between, for example, lifelong scholars of the Barca way like Piquet or Alba or Busquets, for whom none of this is new, and newbies like Gavi, Dest, Depay or... Aubameyang. Ronald Araujo, a big success under Xavi, recently explained to me, Xavi's very intelligent. When he arrived at the club, he already knew everybody's strengths. From the very first moment, he has shown us videos explaining exactly what he wanted from each of us. Once a week, we watch specific individual videos in order to continue improving. Xavi knew my abilities and told me that I'd continue learning more and more about passing positioning and so on. Feeling supported by the coach is very important. Close quotes. From the thrashings, Napoli away, Atletico at camp now, right down to the narrow wins, Loli, Elche and Alaves, and even including the last defeat to Madrid during the Supercopa, the key linking factor is that Barcelona's 11 compete. If they're playing well, fit and sharp, most opponents are going to suffer. If they're off the boil, or if they fall behind in the match, suddenly under Xavi they're working coherently, aggressively, and pressing so that they stay in a match. It's an awful trait to have lost, which they did, and a wonderful plus to have won back. Xavi's training of positional discipline, drill after drill, where to supplement the famous rondos, there'll be, say, 8v8 in a large rectangular box, but with three players in the middle, called comodins in Spanish, who can swap to play as jokers with whichever team has the ball. You watch them and these are works of art. Pep Guardiola would recognise and improve. Maybe, dare I say it, top up his learning a bit too. President Joan Laporta's comment is, Xavi has changed the team mentally. He's improved the individual players and recuperated the very essence of the Barcelona football philosophy. Those are big words. 
Xavi, of course, as I say, in all the transfers. But credit there mostly goes to Aleman and Cruyff for their nous, their contacts, their persuasive powers and their ability to negotiate hard. The new signings have brought in 12 goals and 8 assists since the market closed. Even in these vastly improved times, when it's stimulating and interesting to watch Barcelona play, this remains an incomplete, uneven squad, and the sign on the door should very much read work in progress. When he completed 100 days, I think I mentioned to you before, Xavi dryly commented that they'd been like 100 years. And doubtless, the amount of personal effort, the long hours, and the emotional personal stake involved in curing his club will feel exactly like he's been there a century. But the truth is, he's made a couple of years' progress in a four-month spell. For season after season, when Xavi was in his pomp as a player, it was him, not Messi, Eto'o, Ronaldinho, Suarez or anybody else that Iker Casillas, ahead of a Clasico, would say that he wished could magically be excluded from the Barcelona team. It's asking a lot to suggest that the Xavi effect as coach will immediately guarantee a return to winning ways in this Clasico. The odds still favour Madrid. But Xavi's team will compete, and that's a start. The last word goes to the man in the dunce cap at the back of the classroom. Joan Laporta, it is, who last May publicly stated that he didn't think Xavi was ready yet. Quote, I should have signed him back then, unquote. That's what Laporta said earlier this month, and so he should. The revolution is being televised.